Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Steve Kurt and Eric here with the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, and I just got to tell you guys what I got in my hand right now. It's the Badlands Tree Stand Pack. Badlandspacks.com has made the best tree stand pack that you could ever hey, have. Whoa. Way too many packs in that sentence you just did right now. I'm just, I have a leaflet with the word pack in every single pocket, nook and cranny that you can fit into this pack. It is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It is the greatest pack you've ever seen? I promise that. But in all serious though, the tree stand pack, in our opinion, is the best pack for hunting out of a tree stand. It's got, what's the stash? pouch called the stash pouch is that what the it is sta- it's called the stash basket ladies and gentlemen oh. the stash basket dude this pack is tree stand friendly you can get your hydration in there so you can get a a water pack quiver cat uh, but no compatible. hold on most important of all your grunt call your rangefinder everything you need for bow hunting out of a tree stand is at the ready no fumbling through your pack hey that big buck is no longer going to get away 20 yards straight through the lungs call it a day this episode is also brought to you by Creative Critters Taxidermy by Mark Reif. Some of the best quality taxidermy money can buy. You spend all that money to go after that big buck, and then when it finally happens, you don't want to cut yourself short on a crappy taxidermy mount. Best thing you can do, Creative Critters Taxidermy. And also when you want to stare at that mount and you want to eat that deer that you shot, Smith's Custom Meats right there in Viola, Go ahead and check out smithscustommeats.com for all your deer processing needs. Viola, Illinois. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. So. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> That one, that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit. And I was like, oh, no, it fired, you know, crap. I knew as soon as it left, it was just a little high. But he came right out in the field, made a scrape right in the cornfield, started grunting, walked 30 yards, so made another scrape. You're listening to the Working Class oh. Hunter. That's right. That's this is the podcast for oh. Billy Joe Lunchbucket, oh. the working man, just like me and you. Oh. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Episode number 54 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We may 55. have to evacuate. Oh, 55? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm part catching two. a whiff of that. Uh, 54 Part 2, a.k.a. 55. <laughs> we may have to evacuate the studios because of a fart, which is located <laughs> at 1600 Buckslayer Place, right here in really? Gerard, Illinois, really? at the really? Bucketorium. Good Lord, we've been with you all day. What did you eat? Like, like, like. It's good to have you guys here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole cliche, four 
jerks are funny, but for real, what, what were you thinking when you actually <laughs> pushed that out of your butthole? Mule <laughs> man. <laughs> In this I... tiny little small room. This room is what? Maybe what? I have no idea what it is. <laughs> like seven foot by like 12 foot. Yeah. 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 Not even. So Mule man, you just thought you could do that during our intro of our podcast? Or, I can't I mean, stop it. Good yeah, lord! Can't, and stop with the can't stop, won't stop. I mean, that's cool. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever you're into. This is episode two. <laughs> Mule Man and, and Chip, Chip City falling. are in the studio, and uh, Mule Man's about to get kicked out. <laughs> Mule Man's gagging maggots. Right good here. lord! Yeah, so, go stand in the closet. Take that microphone with you. We got these guys in the studio. Okay. If you didn't listen to the previous <laughs> episode, real quickly, explain who you guys are. That way, everyone's aware. Uh, my name is Chip Spaulding, and I am the director and field producer and producer, editor, director of Pure No Evil and Arrow Affliction. And what do we got? We got Mule Man here to my right. Yeah, um, I'm no director. I mean, I'm a cameraman. I figure I'm a field producer, but Chip takes those titles, I guess. Um, and I'm an editor of Fear No Evil. And a big... F- Tutor, yeah, I he can't. Help it. That, that's just natural. Every man does it. We all know what that's like in hunting camp. That's just what it is. Um, so thanks, guys, for hanging out with us all day. I don't know how you guys uh, thought this was a good idea, but uh, we're, we've been having some fun. Um, you heard part one. Obviously, we got a little off topic. That's completely one hundred percent fine. That's what that we was do all here. Kurt's fault. Um, Steve, is what's the topic to for that? What is the topic? There really is no topic, so there is no one to be off it. You know what I mean? If, if that makes sense. Um, we it's talked about hunting. Kurt had to email me, and this has been like six minutes in between. Podcasting, Kurt emailed me a very scathing email, three pages long. I, I, I came down on that I did. I like to say that I'm a I'm Steve's boss right now. You've so. already emailed him in between mm, these podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I very them. scathing, <laughs> very large words that I'm sure he had to Webster dictionary. I want to see this email. Them. I want to see this email. Well, you can't chip because it doesn't exist. Uh, um, well, so, he says it doesn't exist, but we, it's too hurtful for me to show you. On the last episode, we touched on kind of like how things came to be, I guess. Um, I don't know if that's fair to say. Um, a little bit more on the chip end, not on the mule man end. Um, so basically, how do you let, – let's get into this. Chip, how did you learn what you know when it comes to producing and editing and filming and hunting and, and the whole the whole meat and taters – of the industry, I guess, if that makes sense. Well, I'll hit you with that first. Of the industry or just like uh, uh, producing, you know, uh, television? All of the above. I mean, as far Sorry, as... Sorry, me old man. Let's start with how, like, it's producing okay. and editing and filming. Let's start with that first, and then, me old man, you're next. We'll get to you. I'm not Hopefully we'll save it. five minutes at the end of the show for you. <laughs> Mule We said no highlight. They call him Mule Man. They We're continuing on the part one. Mule. Mule. Um, no, I, uh, I didn't go to school for it, first off. I never. Everyone probably school. thinks you did, right? No, I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> Nobody thinks that. I Are thought you, you did. Me? Honestly, I, I thought he did. I don't know why people would think I went to school for it. Um, I mean, the whole filming, editing deal i mean you could be a monkey and learn how to like work the program i mean it's easy how to work a program Mm -hmm. you can learn how to uh work your way around to editing software program and know what does this and what does that and blah 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 but when it comes down to it a monkey can be an editor but uh what's up me old man (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's talking about me he taught a monkey how to use Tinder. <laughs> a monkey, a monkey can be an editor, but I mean, it's really when it comes down to it, is creativity and like uh, a vision and something to, that yeah. you want to build or whatever. So then that drives, you know, that. So I didn't go to school for that. I didn't go to school for film or videography or whatever. I just was a creative child. When and I do you up. think like hunting experience plays into that also? I mean, it almost have to, right? Or am I wrong? You know, is it just knowing what to look for? I mean, no, I mean, the hunting part of it just comes to deal with, with me. The reason why I do the hunting and, you know, t- television is because I was, yeah. Into, I was into hunting and I was into filming at the same time. For sure. So that's what I'm into filming. So that's what I'm doing. But the more experienced I get with things, obviously, I kind of have been keeping my eye and looking out to maybe 
further branch out into other industries besides the hunting industry, regular television, regular films. Is that where you see like your future kind of going or <sighs> you know, I don't necessarily see the my my future going that way, but that's like it's I, I kind of get what you're saying. I mean, yeah, like I don't see it going that way, but like I'm headed in that direction. I feel like that's where that's and I, I feel like I want to do something outside of the hunting industry for sure one day. Well, just I mean, because yeah, you, you get to a certain point where you're like, you know, you basically filmed everything that you can film in a way that well, you can film it and for sure sitcoms are next basically well no let's talk about this though because we didn't talk about it on the on the previous episode the gold moose award kurt kept us like, uh, i have no i have track. no interest like let's let's put it this way i have no interest in like um like i'm doing what i'm doing now but like if yeah. mtv was like oh like we got this new reality show and, and these guys from new jersey are gonna have their own reality show and we want you to film and direct it and blah blah blah, blah and be a part of it like i don't want nothing to do with that yeah like so i'm not like looking to get outside of the industry in that way like For, i'm not yeah. like i'm not like eager to get out is that but, before or after you but see at the, the same time like there's just kind of like an artistic drive that I feel like there's something more. It's got to be work you're interested in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, uh, I don't do this for the money, pretty much. For sure. I mean, obviously, every artist wants to get paid, and I'd be bullshit crazy, and I'd be lying to your face if I told you that it, you know I was in this just for the art, because at the yeah. end of the day, I mean, what artist doesn't want to sell their shit? Yeah, no, Period. no, that's true. Well, the thing is, too, like, if you were in it <laughs> you for the money. You don't hang around stand-up comics were, enough. <laughs> if you were just in it for the money, you wouldn't be winning Gold Moose Awards. I mean, yeah, let's, uh, we want to talk about that, too, and by the can way. You, well, t- can you talk a little bit about the awards you just won, like, what, two weeks ago? The uh, Yeah, we won an award. Uh, Fear No Evil won an award for uh, best. No, it was actually both. Arrow Affliction. Fear No Evil didn't even win an award. So Arrow Affliction... Um, won an award for best bird, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, that was uh, given to us uh, at the uh, annual. Well, now it's not annual. Now, I mean, it would be annual after this, but it was the first ever um, outdoor sportsman. Yeah, outdoor sportsman's award. It's no longer the Golden Moose. It's the outdoor sportsman's award because Outdoor Channel and the Sportsman's Channel have merged into one big company. Which is a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah, which is a huge thing. It's a great thing. I mean, it's no longer... Okay, so you've got two of the biggest entities in outdoor you know, industry, yeah. period. Everything, so, almost everyone knows about these, the outdoor okay, television so you've world. Got these, you've got these two entities, which are the biggest entities in the outdoor industry, when in the outdoor industry... We're supposed to be all united. Yeah. We're supposed to be friends. We're supposed to be together, and we're supposed to be standing for one cause. But then you have these two networks that were against each other and battling and battling, which is like, who needs that? I mean, in today's world, yeah, it's pretty silly if you really break it down. Yeah, Yeah. right now when you know you've got the whole uh, people trying to ban guns, and 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 you've got the anti hunters, and you've got all this crazy shit that's going on right now in politics that I really don't even care on touching on. You've got all that crazy stuff happening, but you have these two networks that represent, in the people's eyes, what they know as hunting. You have these two networks that are against each other. Well, they join. So I mean, it's a more powerful movement for the yeah. I mean, what better enthusiast. can come out of that if you think about that's it. very true, and that actually makes a good point for every hunter. So in let's just just let's just say like uh, 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 cell phone networks. For some reason, there was this strange amount of people that were against cell phones. Okay, yeah, they're just against cell phones, and they they want to ban cell phones forever. And you got Sprint and you got Verizon who are representing cell phones, period, but they're battling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a very good way to put that. So all of a sudden Sprint and Verizon come together and now they're one big force that nobody can F with. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. And that's that's probably the best way you could put that. Yeah. For In, everyone to understand. Now, 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 there's all kinds of crazy, schemey dollars and snaky ways around everything, but I'm just talking if about. You're, if you're in. I'm talking about it. in the media's eyes. Yep. For sure. Yeah. If you're, if, as a viewer, 
that is a better thing yeah. in my eyes. Um, I mean, it's just more. I mean, maybe more of a competitive market that way when you merge them both together for you guys. But for the viewer, I think it makes better television. It's called um, a monopoly because at that far- point you can raise your price to anything you want, <laughs> and people have to tune in. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. For, Capitalism as far is as, a beautiful thing. As far thing. as the Golden Moose, yeah. as far as the awards, back to the awards. Them being combined and then us winning that. So usually in the past, it was just the outdoor channel would have their awards and the sports yeah. channel would have their awards. Well, now it's one big giant awards, which made me think that we're not going to win jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know so I mean? that's all fan based, though, right? The fans vote and all that. Is there's, that how it works? There's some fan awards. There's like fan favorite show awards, fan favorite host awards. But the actual other awards that are you know that are given out are based on like a judging panel, and what they do is they pick like twenty or thirty or something amount of judges, and they send the video clips. They email the video clips to each judge, and each judge has a little sheet which which then they score everything that they watch. They have to score, mm-hmm. so they're not like oh I like this one the best. They score each one, and then then with the the one with the highest score. Is what wins. Okay, so that, that says a lot, actually, more yeah. for the award that you win. Yeah. So what can you can you go over like what awards you won? Real, just yeah. So uh, uh, Arrow Affliction won two awards this year. Um, it won um, Best Bird, which was Chris shooting um, snow geese out of the air with a bow, which is crazy. Which is absolutely crazy. So it won against some pretty tough competitors and pretty big people. And then it won the a uh, Best New Cameraman, right, with Mule. With Mule Man, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I didn't win anything. <laughs> the second one you will, was Mule Man. the second one I was, was nominated. For, the second one was for best sound, which is huge for me because that's like best sound design is so so. It's like uh, you know your selection of music, your selection in audio recording, the uh, the special effects. For sound that you use for things happening, transitions, all kinds of everything to do with the audio of the show. That's what sound design is. Who won that the year before? You know, I don't know. It was probably Shocky. Oh, well, I watch a show on mute, so there you go. That's why he didn't win, all because of me. (laughs) Well, the thing is, that's your background, right? Chip audio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a big compliment for you to win something. Yeah, so the the best sound design, I mean, I I even told Meal Man before it. I mean, so we got to enter for, like, each each show got to, like, enter for three awards or whatever, three nominations. So we got to enter for six nominations. We were nominated, so we entered for six. Categories and we got all six, so we were entered for six. We were nominated for six awards uh, total, but the uh, the sound one was the only one that really mattered, just because it had, you know, that was me. Yeah, yeah, that was all you. You, you love sound. You love uh, music. Yeah, you know, and it, it, that's kind of like. You I know, told if, I if, told Muley I told Muley I said you know what I'm gonna be super humble on every other category, every single category that we entered I said I'm just gonna be super duper humble. But if we're not even nominated for best sound, I'm throwing a fit. <laughs> so when, so when you <laughs> won, like was your that. acceptance speech like I told you, you did, that too. He he told me that, but at the same time <laughs> he sent me and about twelve other people. This what we you know use for our best sound. He sent two different ones. Yeah, and he asked, "Is it clip A or is it clip B? Which one do I send in?" And about ten of us said clip A, but Chip and his other buddies said clip B. And that's the one we put in. (laughs) (laughs) We were like, after everybody else, they don't know what they're talking about. Because Chip, your other buddies know what's up. You shouldn't even ask anyone for their opinion anyway. You're just like, no one knew. I sent a special message to a link, a special private link to a. Two videos, and I said, I want to enter one of these in for Beth Sound. Which one should it be, A or B? And everybody picked A, except for me and uh, my buddy Will Roy. And I think Lord Krungle. I think Lord Krungle picked <laughs> Oh, B Lord too. Krungle's a homie, though, And right? uh, so everybody else up. said A, and we were like, screw it, we're going B. <laughs> and you won. And we won. So screw so everybody. Screw, everyone else. So screw you know, everybody. Go with your gut feeling. So any That's, cats out there. That is a great life any, advice. Any cats <laughs> out there that are, you know, if you listen to this and you're trying to start your own 
hunting show. Just give program. up because you can't compete with Chip. I mean, that's it. Well, no, you, you can compete, but just listen to your Don't producers. Don't follow your dreams. Listen to your producers. If they say, yeah, I really think we should put Madonna's Like a Virgin in here when you're shooting this meal, you know, mule deer. Go ahead and do it. Listen you to You never them. know. Listen, Listen to, to them. them. So, so your you producers think... don't want to steer you the wrong way because they only want a product no, out there. No, 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 no. Chip, that's, you... that's the... Chip definitely didn't take that advice. He became his own producer. He didn't take anyone's advice. He went off and did his own little art with Animal House, became his own producer, you know, found his own creativity. So take what he just said, scratch that. You can listen to a producer... But don't do what they've done. That's not going to get you in. Hey, I'm sorry, they Mule. Do you, you have somewhere. a golden moose like Chip does? <laughs> Good point. No, but I'll, I, I'll no. sit back. No, I, no, I, I, I Mule, get you. No. I get you. Mule, Mule makes up a, a good fucking point. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Um, thanks for the F-bomb, Steve. Sorry. Um, but what's next, Chip? Like, you've won these awards in such a short amount of time. Like, what? what's – give me a, the next two years. What's going on? You know what I mean? Like, right now, there's so much stuff on the drawing board. I mean, as a me- as far as immediate, I mean, we're working forward with more Fear No Evil. Yeah. And then there's talk and there's not talk about more arrow afflictions. I mean, that's up in the air. Yeah. Um, It has, like, we were supposed to do some more, and then we're not supposed to do some more, and then we are going to do some more. So, like, the arrow afflictions up in the air, but we're going forward with Fear No Evil. Is that is that something that you see like Fear No Evil gets more feedback? Is that a more popular show than Arrow Affliction? Because um, in my opinion, Arrow Affliction is a super fun show, and anyone can watch it, whether you're a hunter or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what so, I mean? So Arrow Affliction is like it's strange because Arrow Affliction has the format and the basics to be a huge show and could be adopted right. adopted by. Any network that's even out there right now, right. it could be on not just an outdoor network, but any, I think that could be like, any mainstream yeah, network yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. And it could go, it could go even further if you added like a chill. It, you ever think about like adding a children's element to it, where now it's like uh, almost like Bill Nye the Science Guy slash Arrow Affliction. That's, that's a good point. And think uh, about that, where like yeah. Chris just acts more friendly to children, and there's like. St- like giant like stuffed animal like people dress up as stuffed animals and there's like a science section to it where he's like talking biology about this animal and then he goes out and he kills him but it doesn't necessarily show the actual kill or whatever but he gets it with the like, bow shows him observing and then, like, the animal shows the kids and there's other kids here's the him. thing if, like, yeah if that ever the happened, biggest show ever no, Period, that, dude. That really could happen. I, I can, I picture exactly what you're saying. Bill Nye, the Science Guy slash Arrow Fliction. Period, but, hands down, best show ever. Oh. Y'all can put your money where the bank is. That is the best show. Period. What hands Bill Nye down. was? I'll tell you. If you do that, you need to call one guy. Our buddy Mark Reif, our taxidermist, knows oh, so much about animal anatomy. He could well, be the Chris, science now, guy dude, of that dude, show. Chris Brackett. I'm gonna give it to him right now. Uh, you know, me and him are really good friends, and we have like a a, a weird competitive thing about making fun of each other. We're always on each other's nuts and stuff, just making fun of each other. But on the low, the dude has a gazillion f- just pointless facts about animals that spew out of him. He's Google. He is Google when it Google comes animal. To, he knows everything. And like you know that little fact I dropped on Facebook the other day about a turkey having a cloaca. It it it, it uh, uh, yeah. uh, if you guys don't know like a a, a a turkey a wild turkey doesn't have genitals like a wild turkey doesn't have a a, a dick uh, and 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 the female doesn't have a vagina they have one hole that's called a cloaca and they pee they poop and they uh, they they ex- excrete semen and and the females have their babies in there everything it's all out of one hole. What a and great life! Mate, how simple would our no, sexual hold on. lives how be? How efficient! <laughs> when they mate, all they do is like bump cloacas. They kiss. You know what I mean? They kiss the cloaca. They call it the cloaca quiz, kiss. But anyway, they just bump. You can't just pop get... these little cloacas together. <laughs> Steve's trying babies. to chime in right now. Steve, hold off. But anyway, you guys, I'm, you guys don't no. know that. Nobody knows that. I didn't know I dropped, that. I dropped that on Facebook. I get how many hits, how many likes, whatever. But hold really, on, you said, I that's don't know really, that. that's really just Chris Brackett going, yo, 
did you know that the turkeys have a cloaca and they can hold semen for four weeks straight? Yeah, incorrect, son. I knew that. But anyway, this is this is this is Chris's crazy brain. He knows so many useless crazy facts about every single animal there is: squirrels, rabbits, turkeys, anything, deer, whatever there is. He knows a gazillion little crazy facts. And when I'm hunting with him and on these adventures, adventures, that's all he is is spitting these crazy. He's silly, like a, he's a Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah, no, hold on, hold on, with, like, with you guys, hold on. You guys keep throwing Bill Nye the science guy out there. Straight I need, up. I, I need to cut that off because everybody, you know, on Facebook is like, oh, Bill Nye the science guy. This guy's a scientist. He's not a scientist. The guy was an engineer. Well, just, neither is Chris. Hold on, but but Bill Nye just kind of happened to know about science. Well, so does Chris. That's fine. So Chris is more is qualified. Is Bill Nye the science guy? Chris, <clears throat> I would go on to say, is potentially more qualified than Bill Nye the science guy. That's like the same with like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like I'm not going to try to get off subject, but that guy wasn't a scientist. He just knew science stuff. Like, I just want to clear the record right there. You cleared it. I have no idea who the hell you're talking Bill about. Bill Nye the science guy. Don't ever call him a scientist. He's not a scientist. Everything you watched him doing when you were a kid, erase it. Go re-Google it. Should we hit? Since mm-hmm. we're we're getting midway. I mean, we're not even midway yet. We need to talk about Mule Man. Well, I want to hit Mule Man with some Randy's right now. Oh, no, I want to talk Randy. about Mule Man about his life. About my life? Muley! Mule Man, you got a cool life. Mule Man, give me your... cool life. Give me... All right. Sasquatch, is he real or is he not? <laughs> oh, he's not real. I would have saw him by now. Not real. Well, you would have saw him by now. That's cold, brother. That is so cold. Who so are cold. you, by the way? Yeah, who are you to say that Sasquatch isn't real? I just feel like I would have saw him by now. I've been more places. My uncle. No, 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 My uncle who has a Trans Am. No, 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 Listen, my uncle owns a Trans Am. Okay? No, no, no. He owns a Trans Am. No engine in it. You've been more places hunting than me? Sasquatch. You haven't even been to Colorado, son. I haven't been to Colorado, but have you been to New Zealand? No, I haven't been to New Zealand. Have you have been, you to, even have been, you been to Kentucky? Idaho? Have you? Yes, I have. have I've you been, been to K- Kentucky. Have you been to Kansas? I've Kansas. I didn't hunt in. Have you, I didn't hunt in Kansas. Have you hunted uh, whitetails in Iowa? Oh, have you hunted turkeys in Alabama? Yes, I have. I'm and Georgia oh, and Florida. Duke it oh, out, boys. Duke it out, boys. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Come well, with it. Well, we got Texas together. I can't do that. Oh, but you y- can't do that. Have, hold, hold, I've have got you, New Hampshire you, with you. Oh, Not you've got New Hampshire. Go do you that. got Alberta? Uh, no, do you I got, got Saskatchewan? Oh, do you have oh, Quebec? You have oh, Quebec. Oh, dude, Quebec. Come on now. Oh, for Canada, arguing all day. provinces you went to Quebec? now. Yes, I did. When? I didn't know that. Homie, please. I never please. heard that story. Homie, please. Never Come on now. heard that story. Call oh. Papleskin. Mule man's never seen Sasquatch. I know, right? No Sasquatch. Man. I just don't believe in it. That was tight. Sorry. I heard that Sasquatch travels in and out of like dimensions. And that's why like some He avoids electronics. No, 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 no. Like people see him and then he gone. Like he just disappears. He yeah, because he hops in his TARDIS and flies to the Mule man, don't be reading the questions before they happen. Mule right? man, They're get your crazy. eyes off that. That's why Mule Man doesn't ever see Tarzan or not Tarzan Sasquatch. Mule man, <laughs> if you're on the toilet and you're gonna read an outdoor magazine. What outdoor magazine do you pick up and read? To be honest, I'm between two. I'm between Field and Stream and Fur Fishing Game. Growing up, I read both of them. I really like Fur Fishing Game and Field and Stream. Well, um, solid answer. Reasons. That's why he's never seen Sasquatch. We've got a book nerd. <laughs> I am not a book nerd at all. <laughs> at all. Favorite bow brand. Then how come you haven't seen Sasquatch? Oh, no, I'm between a lot of them right now, and I didn't get to go to the ATA show. So, so that's an acceptable so answer. I, they I sent him on. Pick. They sent him on Bigfoot hunting. No, they made me work. Yo, man, this is going to be a hard question for you: backstrap or jerky? I know you like your jerky. Oh, I love jerky, but I'm still picking backstrap. Oh, I mean, all right, if. All right. You have to cook it right. You can't cook it wrong. I've had bad back. You basically sear the edges, and that's all you do. Dude, I hope you never see Sasquatch. Favorite outdoor-related show. There you go. Ooh, favorite outdoor-related show. Besides the one you messed with. Working Class Bow Hunting Podcast. 
Wow, that's tough to be honest. Um, because I haven't seen a lot of them lately. I've been too busy working. Well, just right, name the ones you've been on right, and pick your favorite. Let me ask you this. Okay. I'll, I'll switch it up. You watch way more than I do, and I had a super fast answer for no, that No, Comcast one. isn't working right now. Biggest. You DVR them all. Biggest outdoor inspiration besides anyone that you know personally. Yeah, besides well, Chip and Chris. Besides who I know personally, I'm going to go back all the way to when I first decided this is what I wanted to do for a living, and Chris was one of them. The other one was Mike Waddell. Oh, right. Those two, those were the two. So Waddell. Can I throw this out? Realtor Road Trips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love real, yep. That's that, 100%. 100%. Yep. It was Aero Realtor Road Trips is one of the best, best, one of the best shows what, ever. For that's sure. what I grew up on. I have a Realtor Road Trips hat from when it first started. Steve Finch. I will have it signed. Mm-hmm. Finch. Finch is the man. Yep. Finch is the man. All right. Where are we moving to? Where are we Muley, mule deer or white-tailed deer? Man, I just killed my first mule deer this past year, <laughs> all spot and stalked, and I love whitetails. I mean, I grew up on them, but I have to go back and kill myself another mule deer. Oh. I like it, deer. though. I like that answer, I hope man. your first mule deer was a doe, was it? No, it wasn't. It was really? A, yeah, nice three-by-three. Three. Or no, it was a four-by-four. Four. I apologize. See, in Colorado, they don't count the brow tines sometimes as a point. The eye well, guard. So well, well there's a reason why, because those guys are all, you know, None he had six-inch eye guard. They're kind of yeah, they call them up there, if you will. They're, it's, uh, it's a Western thing. It's yeah. weird. In co- in, uh, Their horns. Yeah, well, okay, I'll just say, if you smoke enough weed, you don't know how to count deer antlers. Yeah, well, we'll just say it there. Before marijuana was legal there, they didn't, you know, do that anyway. Too so. loose, Steve. Tighten her up. It's the um, same. It's the yeah, same. Yeah, tighten her up. It's yeah, the same stop smoking Canada. pot. Yeah, Canada. Canada does the same thing too. Ca- yeah, Canada. Yeah, they they're smoking all that weed don't up count there them. too. Muley man, favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. Be honest, I'm not a big podcast guy. I don't. You know, I don't want. to Yeah, we can tell you. by the quality of this episode. <laughs> <Mule>. <laughs> but the first couple of podcasts I listened to were actually with Chip, and I would have to go with Joe Rogan. But I haven't. I mean, I've heard maybe four podcasts in my life. Do you listen to Bill Burr's uh, morning Monday Hi- morning? Highly recommended. I, I don't. I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh. Just listen to it. He's a stand-up comic. He's Duncan Trussell Rogan. Family Hour. I highly recommend it, yeah. dude. I listened to that for the first time ever. Mule Man, love that podcast. Oh yeah, Mule Man has to listen to a lot of Joe Rogan because, like, when we're traveling on the road, it's usually like Chris and I driving. Like, we could yeah. travel with Danny and. And well, Danny drives though. It doesn't matter if you and Chris are driving. For, I, I'm in the back, and I'm for some reason, sleeping. For some reason, if we're all traveling somewhere, it's usually me. And Chris oh, you're talking drive. Danny uh, uh, Borland? Borland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny boy, <laughs> dude, what an awesome dude. We met Big him. We went down to, to Castle Danny. Kill. Uh, when did we go down there? A couple months ago. No, it was almost. It was a like year. springtime. Oh, dude, that dude was awesome. We were talking. We we're hanging out at Castle Kill with Chris, and Dan was down there, dude. That dude is. No, that dude is he's legit. One hundred percent. He's legit. 100. Yes, he is the man. Those those cookies that I brought over that I share with you guys, those came from Danny himself. He, he's really what a baker, man. He's a tremendous baker. He's he's he, like, weren't those cookies good? Yeah, dude, that dude knows Steven, how to make cookies. Can that, can that guy make an oatmeal right cookie? Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. But Danny's Eric, got the best cake. probably make you the most amazing cake you can think of. Danny's got the best. <laughs> man, I got a wedding. He, he should have started up. a bakery. All right. Danny, can you make a wedding cake, man? Because I want to have a good time at my wedding. <laughs> yes, I feel Danny. like you would make the the best wedding cake out Danny of all the wedding cake. Danny can give you the illest wedding cake ever. It I'm gonna have to contact a lot that of money. Guy. It might cost you a couple hundred bucks, but that wedding cake will be that's amazing. cheap compared to what I thought I was gonna <laughs> yeah. pay. Two wedding cakes are no joke. Like they're like fifteen thousand dollars. Uh, okay, next bid. Are you serious? <laughs> Typical or whitetail deer. Typical or non-typical, I meant to say. <laughs> oh, I'm going wow. for non-typical. Uh, Too many the biggest deer I filmed was non-typical. All right, all right. Hang-ons or ladder stands? I'm a hang-on guy all the way. Uh, beer or liquor? Oh, I'm beer. Ooh. Oh, I'm beer. Quick answer. I hate you with it real fast. Oh, beer. What's That's your favorite fine. beer? Budweiser, actually. I do but, that about No, no, fast. I'm a lager guy, but like... Budweiser's just what's available to me in like Illinois. What do you keep when at I, home for the ladies? When Let's I talk go, about this. The seduction when I go back, <laughs> when I go yes. back is, Get on the seduction. Well, hey, I, that's it. Man, that's it. Time out. <laughs> Time out. Oh. Mule man, 
besides the Tinder app, we're talking about the seduction kit the right seduction now. Kit. What, do, what do you bring in? If you're at the ATA show and you're hitting on some ladies, you bring her back? Well, I'm not allowed to go to the ATA oh. show. But if I was, I mean. You're too much of a stud to take to ATA. <laughs> too many <laughs> he's, going to, he's going as bull moose, man. What do you <laughs> keep at your house? What's in the seduction kit? What, what type of wine do you keep in that kit? <laughs> <laughs> what type of wine? Well, Franzia <laughs> in the box. Slap that bag, baby. <laughs> the seduction kit. Go ahead, brother. Spit it out. What's in your fridge? You told me the other day. Let's Don't tighten hate. it up, wow. guys. I love that. The let's, seduction let's, kit. Let's tighten it up. It's Kurt. the best thing in the world. <laughs> let's tighten it up, Kurt. He won't tighten it up. He won't answer. <laughs> he won't answer. Dude, he's got he's got a he he's got a he's got a bottle of wine and an iTunes gift card in it. <laughs> he won't answer. <laughs> Come Let's on. tighten it up, Kirk. Give out your industry secrets right <laughs> Let's now, Mule Man. It Let's up, Kirk, he said. <laughs> All right, Mule Man, give me your dream hunt right now. <laughs> Let's oh, tighten no, it up, no, Kirk. No, 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 no. We're oh. not getting that Mule Man off this easy. <laughs> Let's tighten it up, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying right now. Mule Man. Mule Hey, wait, wait. Let's figure this out first real quick. Mule Man, chicks or dudes? <laughs> Chicks. <laughs> Chicks. Yo, man, hit me with your dream hunt right now. I'm going to help you out. No, no. Really, it would be Alaska. It'd be Alaska, and it would be um with a guy that I actually... He, uh, a dude? He's No, yeah. <laughs> okay. From my hometown, Preston Kelly. Turn her um, up, Steve. Who is actually a guy in Alaska. It'd probably be with him. All right. Just because right. if you go there, you need someone you trust. Favorite tree stand snack. Favorite tree stand snack. I know that one already. I don't even know why you have to think about it, you dink. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you, you dink. Remember earlier how Chip talked about jerky and all the bad things about no. it? No. Jesus. <laughs> That's really how he, you know, describes me in the tree stand with jerky. <laughs> he wasn't talking about himself because he doesn't really film anyone anymore. It's been about nine months since he filmed a hunt. Oh, me old man. You're not the jerky man, are you? This is He's how, the jerky yeah, dude. So Oh, Sonny's slapping that jerky bag. And he buys, like, the jalapeno pepper (laughs) poppers. So, in Ohio, with Chip, while I'm filming him and I have jerky, all I hear about is how it stinks and it's so loud when I'm chewing it and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he was really... Who are you hearing this from, by the way? I was was on him about the jerky. Oh, he was. Dude, you you know how, like, jerky's like 10 bucks a bag? I swear to God, you probably dropped, like, 70 bucks on jerky that week. No, you didn't. (laughs) Maybe 80. Yeah, maybe 80. (laughs) 80 bucks? Dude. Dude. He was buying, That's all I had for lunch. He was buying, like, three to four bags every time we went to the gas station. Good Lord. (laughs) How much you want to pay for salt and old meat? I've got you. No, it was like a... It I'm was, hungry. It, no, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like a commercial brand. It was like a local. Oh no! Like a Seven Eleven brand. Like, no, they're a lot like, better. No, oh, listen, what's the local listen. one around here? Like Old no, Humphrey no, no, or no, whatever no. it is. That's oh. that's why I have. That's why I have Mule Man's back on this. Is because it was one of those local like companies that sold just at the local gas stations, like out in the middle of nowhere. And the fuck, sorry, the the <laughs> the jerky was legit. It was legit. It was like eating steaks. It may have smelled a little bit. It's like though. thick that, jerky. That is true. All it, right, Meal Man. Favorite superhero power? Don't say invisibility or transportation or, or teleportation or whatever. I can't fly and I can't teleport. Nope. No. You got to pick something more than lasers. Lasers. I want lasers. Lasers. That, that, For what? Well, lasers shoot straight. So if I see an elk at like 500 yards, I but shoot a laser. Get, boom. Dead. Yeah, but get this what? Like, I'm a if you were invisible, if you were invisible, you don't need lasers. You just walk over to it and kill it. Great. Okay. No, they're going to smell you. Great. Or, Boy, lasers. Or I can just not walk. I can kill. It and just go get it. So you want to kill? <laughs> you just like you're still gonna have to go I get like it. To kill you're still to kill. gonna have to walk over there and go get it. So your lasers aren't gonna help you go get it. So you right. still gotta get over there. But, but if you walk 500 yards and then, however, you choose to kill it, it runs another 100. That's a hundred years. So hold on, hold I don't on. you know what? Oh, yeah. Well, basically, you just want to think death. Yes, but uh, but you know what? I can watch I like ladies. I can watch ladies in the dressing room, and they don't know it. You can't do that with your laser. Uh, well, no, hold on. I'm but sorry, you know what? I'm a gentleman. But you know what? If said ladies are like, <laughs> yeah, you're a gentleman. Hold on. If I said am. ladies I are really like, oh, it smells like some rotten dude in here. I wish I had some guy with perfect laser z- to help me hang this deck. There's Mule Man. 
All of a sudden, he shoots a laser over, hangs a deck, and happily ever after, he's married. My answer to that question was night vision. And second pick was great sense of smell, but that I could turn off anytime I wanted. Night vision because you'd walk into your stand with you're, no flashlight. You're, oh, you're a poacher, dude. aren't you? But, 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 but well, okay. Poacher, no. uh, hold on, hold on, like hold on. Night vision so you could walk into your stand, but if you were invisible, you could just walk into your stand during the middle of the day and nothing would ever... You could walk to your stand whenever oh, you wanted to. God, you got it on point. <laughs> invisible is the ultimate power. No. Nope. Fly... Uh, immortal, whatever. Yeah, you're invisible. Incorrect, son. No. Invisible beats you're, everything. Son, you were I'm just incorrect. Walk like, my stand, shooting everything with lasers. Immortal <laughs> would suck because all your friends would die, and you'd just be a lonely. Exactly. I, I know. Exactly. No, 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 no. Son, I know. Trump, Trump, invisible. Trump, invisible. I hope all my friends die. Is Trump, number invisible. One. <laughs> number two, my answer after all my friends die is the ability to co- always pull out correct change. That's a horrible. That's superpower. a horrible. Superpower. No, it's not. Okay, so how often do you carry? Ca- I never ready. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. What are you gonna kill? Hey, with that? I, 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 wanna, <laughs> but I want to. I want. I want. Do you plan on killing? Listen, I, I don't need change. Listen, the word change doesn't exist when you're invisible. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, because, because you're invisible. Okay, God, like, so true. Like, hey, that so whole true. concept. Doesn't even exist when you're invisible. Watch this. When you're invisible, watch this. Nathan matters. Hey, how much is this house? Nothing. Uh, it's four million two hundred and thirty-nine dollars. You live in that house because and you're invisible and nobody cents. knows you live there. I pull that out <laughs> and I, I give them the money. Chip trumps you everything. You just just stop, Steve. Because no, because then I pay somebody. I'm like, can I get motion detectors? You paid for this beer that's sitting on this table tonight. If you're invisible, it would all be free. <laughs> you just take it. <laughs> Good if point. you were invisible, you wouldn't be here right now. You'd be somebody somewhere else. That's no, I'd be true. right here because I love each and every one of you. Oh, That's a lie. Oh, oh, right. right. hey, but hold on. We wouldn't Why know you were you here, lie? so it wouldn't matter. All right. Anyway. Everything just got all weird and <laughs> no, hard. No, no, and no, 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 no. Here, I'll trump that because your dearest friend. You friends, just took me down seven notches by hitting me with that heart missile. <laughs> your dearest friends. You go to hang out with your dearest friends when you're invisible. They say the worst things about you. Yeah. And then all of a well, sudden, you punch him in the face, and you're invisible, and it's awesome. No, no then all of a sudden, I, no, all of a sudden you're crying, and there's an invisible tear, and there's no pu- one there. You don't have an invisible girlfriend who could see <laughs> your invisible sadness. Well, it's trumped. You can turn done. off and on your invisibility, by the way. Bro. Yeah. No, you can't. That's a whole other. Superpower. Oh no, 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 no. There's no such thing. Like if if you were to choose to be invisible for the rest of your life, you're just invisible. That forever. would kind of that's a double edged sword right there. You have to turn that on and off. That's no, no invisible no. comes invisible comes with being able to turn it on and off. No, yes, 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 because then it's not cool at all. <laughs> exactly, That's true, it's though. never been cool. It's never been no. cool. Because then, when, you if you're invisible exist. forever, you're gonna have a blast for like five years. You're gonna have the time of your life for five <laughs> years, and five then years. after that, you're gonna like. You know what? Nobody really appreciates any of this badass stuff I'm doing because so I'm true. invisible. But here's the thing, though. If Steve was invisible, he would still just bump into everyone because he's big, <laughs> and it just wouldn't even matter anyway. Uh, so. Steve's here. How do you know? Uh, I don't think He just win. stepped on my foot and knocked over our podcast table. How the yeah, hell do you true. think yeah, I know? No, 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 no. Steve's look at all the beers gone. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, Steve's here. Uh, how do you know? Uh, well, I didn't get bumped over by the wind. Plus, the wind doesn't hey. sweat and everywhere. Then, and then you hear, then you smell the axe that hey. Steve sprays before he walks in here. You just smell axe. You're like, oh, Steve's in the nope, room. Nope, if I was hey, invisible, you don't I want would Casper, not wear... the first show of Casper, when all those ghosts are eating all those donuts and stuff. Oh, and it's my just God. falling through them. That's what would Steve would be Shut doing. up. I brought that reference up to you. You wouldn't even remember you it. You didn't capitalize it on it, but it was me. That yeah, I should have. I, that's my mistake. You know what? My anyway, superhero is being able to capitalize on all the ideas that I had. Way off topic. Let's circle know. back in. If you could see mine right now. Chip, give me. You'd see a bunch of smoke and a bunch of beer. <laughs> <laughs> mule man. Chip or mule man. One of you, whoever wants to fire first. All right. Best moment of the last hunting season. Go ahead, mule ski. Me? Yep, best moment. Oh, Texas. Yep. By far. And it's not even a moment. It's just a whole hunt. Did Chris Young text you, Texas? No. It's my no, favorite no, song, by the way. Yeah, it's Texas was dope. But Texas, Texas was, dope. was Definitely one of my best hunts. We Mule. went after a deer chip named Amos Moses. And, um, uh, right. He was a Cajun. He was a Cajun. Uh, uh, he lived by small. himself in the swamp. He hunted <laughs> alligators for a living. 
Okay, if you guys don't know where we're going, he just uh, knock him in the head with a stomp. I love it. Louisiana law going to get you, Amos. Illegal hunting alligator down in the swamp, boy. It's all about. That's why me and me and Chip are about to move in together. Anyway, don't allow that. Continue about your sad story. So, anyways, it was just really cool. The deer we were seeing, stuff like that, and then the one we were after the. Alfred we were with gave us the shed like the first night we went out and told us that was a deer we wanted to kill. And a deer came in that was like identical to the shed. And we were both wondering like, is this a deer? Did he not grow? He almost looks like slightly smaller. Right. It was identical. And um, then Amos Moses actually walked out the deer we were supposed to be after and when Chip went to... Oh, shit, never mind. Him. There he is. Oh, there he is. Wait. Yep, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, well, shit, never mind. There he is. Oh, things God. didn't really work out. So, <laughs> typical for Chip. The deer Ooh. continued on. Ooh. And then we found out from the outfitter that the big deer that came in was No, 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 no. That first night, Brad, I drew by. I tried to draw back on him. You're missing on that one. Yeah. You tried to draw back on him, and what happened? You missed you missed the whole story. You said that 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 we messed up, but no, the real story is I tried to draw back my bow on this deer, and there was like fifteen other deer around us, and we we're in this little makeshift blind—not a ground blind, but a blind made out of freaking sticks and leaves that Chris Brackett himself built us. That's true. That's true. That's true. Chris true. did build it. True story right here. He goes, sit your ass down. I'm going to build a blind around you. <laughs> and the deer will never see you because I am the master. And I said, okay. And he gets his easy cuts out. and <laughs> He's like a helicopter around the whole area just chopping stuff down. And all of a sudden, all the stuff's around us. He's like, can you see, Plow? How is your vision? Do you have from the left? Do you have from the right? Can you see the deer? Can you get him in focus? And Plow's like, uh-huh, I got him. Okay. He gives Plow this little seat. And he's like, sit in this right here. Chip, you're going to sit right here. Hold on. <laughs> and he threw all this bunch of stuff around me. He's like, can you see? Are you good? Can you kill him? If he's right here and he's thinking about going to the corn pile, but he doesn't, and then he goes back and he steps five yards, do you still have a quartering away shot? And I said, yes, I do. And he goes, okay, you're good. <laughs> and then he hopped in his truck and he disappeared. Oh, he took off. He, took he off. disappeared. <laughs> and we were by ourselves in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and we were like, did that just really happen? <laughs> Here's my answer to For that. For real, whole story. dude. If so we could that, capture that on video, we'd have the best TV show. No one would doubt. So anything. there was no big bad wolf that was gonna huff and puff so and blow that. Here's my down, answer right? to the if next time. If we could time, capture that on video, oh, we would man. be billionaires. Here's here's my answer. The next time someone asks me what's your one superhero power, I'd be like Chris Brackett. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, all right, I negate that. There's being invisible, and then what might trump it is being Brackett. Chris Brackett. I suppose I hear that. If I could have some guy be With like, with a pair of easy cuts, I'm gonna there's a difference. And then trim all these leaves. But that's you. all the stuff you don't see on TV. Like we get all these cool hunting stories, and I have to create it. We have to come up with stories, and and like ninety percent of the story is true, and ten percent of it is a little bit fabricated. But that's my job. Well, how come we but, don't just make coke? But anyway, if, if we could capture what I just described and display it to the viewers the way that that really happened, like it would be worth gajillions of dollars. Is it possible to do that though? I don't even know, dude. Because so much stuff happens when the camera isn't rolling. Like we only have so much manpower, so it's like we choose to film what we want so to film. So you have to get a so plow like and film, a mule. Okay, so no, like you film we have what so you many think. Gigabytes you the film. Yeah, is what he meant. You film what you think <laughs> is going to make a television show, but right. then constantly. Outside of the camera's lens, stuff happens where you're like, damn it, like, I wish that was filmed. Yeah. That is, fu that is story. You know what I mean? That's, For sure. That's what matters. Right. So, much, so many times that happens where it just, as a producer, as a director, whatever you, whatever you guys want to call me, 
friend. It hits me and I get pissed <laughs> off. I'm like, man, I wish we were recording that. Well, the thing is, that it's is worth money right there. Well, it's probably so hard to capture that stuff, and even it's even harder really to explain how much work and effort and thought I mean, like, and creativity okay, so goes into it. You can't. We can do a podcast. We can do one after another. But we can never get across exactly. the detail there's that nothing, goes into it. There's nothing that beats the real. So, like a a a, a, a reality show t- television production company could step in and be like, oh, "Chris and Chip, we want to offer you, you know, this whatever. We're gonna do Keep this television. We're, we're gonna do a re- you know, production company's gonna do a reality show on on Christopher Brackett and myself. Yeah, on just what we do. They're gonna come up with all these silly ball. like pre planned. They're going to come up with all these silly pre-planned, like, you know, like drama, you know, uh, events that are going to happen and they're going to film it as going to be reality. But it's all scripted BS. But like there's so many things that happen that actually happen where I'm like, that is gold. Yeah. And nobody caught it. You know what I mean? Like that's reality. So like if you can afford to have cam- like cameramen just film you 24/7 like 365 days a year yeah. it would be the dopest reality show ever for like what we well, what Chris and I have going on for but sure then, but would it be though you know what i mean like if if me and the podcast guys had a reality show and cameras followed us around 24/7 everyone oh, would hate us I'd because I'd be nervous to Well shit, here's boy. the thing either everyone would hate us or everyone would love us because we are who we are, and we're going to act how we are all the time. Yeah. And we're not going to put on a fake front. I mean, we do our podcast. Yeah. We clean up our language for the podcast because no one wants to hear a bunch of... Just, bomb. We're a bunch of working class guys. Yeah. If anyone that's a working class guy knows how working class guys talk, and no one wants to hear that on a recording. And you work on a farm, you work in a mechanic shop, you work whatever, that's... That's 90% of our listeners are guys like that. Yeah, but nobody wants to see me digging in my change cup for gas money. You know, it's just not Well, a, I mean, reality shows aren't reality. And exactly. That's that's a, that's the point of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, getting yeah, at. It's, yeah, just, yeah. it's not real. There's only one good yeah. reality what category saying, what on the saying, internet. You what know I'm what I mean? And that's that, it. Like, what I'm saying is that there's more, like, real things that happen that are cooler yeah. That what the producers create. Yeah, for sure. You on purpose. You can never really justify all the, the cool shit you guys do and the creativity <laughs> and all that that goes on that entails your whole production. <laughs> what are you laughing at right now? What he said. I said there's only one really cool re- guys who produce reality television <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Yeah, that's it. You know, because, like, there's no real situations where there's a guy in a van. You guys remember the first reality show ever? Yeah, it wasn't Bang Bros. No, dude. The first reality (laughs) show ever was MTV's The Real World. No, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I mean, name a reality show before that. Road Rules. Nope. Road Rules. Get out of here. It's The Real World. Hey, uh, Road Rules went to to this MTV. Up in Illinois, we're cutting we're cutting Steve out of this right now. So, what would the real outdoor related show be? I mean, the comparison of that would it be real tree road trips? Yeah, be Redneck Island. Oh, 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 hunting now, hunting the first one. I don't know what would relate back into the real tree road trips would be the closest thing to touch that. Well, it may be the first thing we saw. Oh, yeah, would it be the juries? What was that? Pros versus ants. We're gonna have to no, go the back and look didn't... at a lot of shows yeah. to make a definite decision. See, that's on tough. That's tough. It I want to feel. Hold on, hold on. I want to we feel. Young. I want to say Dream that the season? hunting. No, I want to say that the hunting industry was way ahead of the game, <laughs> <laughs> and was doing the whole reality thing from the beginning because it was just everybody with a camcorder filming themselves going, "Listen, I got my own show. <laughs> I'm gonna kill this deer. I'm filming myself. Let's do this." <laughs> Yay! Okay. I, I, I thought there was it a was just lame they, reality. They trickle a little music lame. on there, and then his homeboy by himself again, filled himself in the camcorder like let's do this. Yeah, I thought there was a homie Damn. with a. I thought there was a dude with a camera. Like, hopefully, no, we get this listen, show to get listen, in the van. I just figured out right now in this setting. I just figured out right now that the hunting industry was way ahead of the actual real industry. You think so? Yes. They were on that reality show stuff way before anybody. Think about you, it. You might so, be on a good point. There. The real question is: the real question is, who filmed first, Fred Bear or the Eastons? 
The Eastons started a long time ago. Well, okay, the Eastons are bad. Hey, I'm going to ignore man. everything. Wait, this is when that Google comes in, dog. Hold on, hold you on. got you no, know, you got you got you got it right. You got the power. Steve, you Google it. I'm going to ignore everything that I we just said. And you have a giant screen in front of you. I'm just going to ignore that and just for fun, I'm just going to say the Fitzgeralds. <laughs> <laughs> they were the, they yeah. were. Dude, I'm still trying I to get my Fred DJ Kelly shoes before them. I know they were. But I just figured there'd be a fun one to throw out there. Yep. But uh, all right, no, what, it, what are we looking up? Fred Bear has been around for a bit. What Fred happened Bear? to the Fitzgeralds? I used they're to. They're still watch around. They're still are around. They? Yeah. yeah, dude. Did you not see him on DJ Khaled's last Snapchat story? <laughs> no, no, I missed it. Uh, the I key to that. life is <laughs> to hang out with the Fitzgeralds. Bless hey. another one. Bless up. They're, hey, they're, bless up. they're shooting the Halon right now. For real. Who so is? do they still the have a show where I can oh, yeah. watch them? Like I just remember seeing them in the past, and I I don't have time. No, to they watch got their them own now. barbecue sauce, dog. You kidding me? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> YouTube, they're on YouTube. Do right they now. really? Yeah, man, they got their own spices. Dude, do they they you sprinkle like deer dandruff in there? Dude, dude the Fitzgeralds always love barbecue. Do they have a barbecue house? You ever smell deer dander? Dude, the Fitzgeralds. No, the Fitzgeralds are like smell just like listen, deer. They're Listen. legends in the game, though, right? You have to give them some Listen, respect. Listen, the Fitzgeralds in in the hunting industry is the Illuminati. All right, just saying that right now, dude. That's a fact. That is What's a hunting industry fact. So a bunch of young urban guys follow him on Twitter. If you guys don't know, and you're trying to make it into this hunting industry, if you've ever heard of the the Illuminati, oh no. Okay, you're wrong. I, I'm, I'm calling you out. No, there's no that, way. There's no the way Fitzgeralds are the Illuminati of the hunting industry. They don't make any. Don't listen to these guys. They don't know what they're talking about right now. Cookies, I'm telling you guys, I'm breaking out right now. I'm letting you know. Sweet baby rays is where the barbecue. That the sauce Fitzgeralds is up, are stupid. the Illuminati. Dude, they the shoot industry. Matthews halons with fingers, man. Over and out. Sweet accurately. cookies. Oh my god, so sweet baby rays. Cookies, barbecue sauce. Trumps any kind of Fitzgerald. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Cookies don't know how to cook wild game. These guys stalk and hunt and shoot game with a Matthews Halon with fingers, man. Yeah, they're game without the M. You ever used Deer Dander, Steve? <laughs> Guarantee you haven't. That I've awesome. never seen that in stores. Where Smell of a it? dead deer? Deer Dander. That's what it is. In a bottle. Eric's buck smelled like a... Deer Dander. The... You're right. <laughs> Good so job. <laughs> right? I can't find that uh, video. But, yeah, they're the Illuminati. The Fitzgeralds will be on a you podcast. Need, you guys need to be careful, man, because you talk about the Fitzgeralds too much, man. You, I swear to God, tomorrow you, get, you, you, you might just off. be missing. You get cut off. You might just be missing. If we go missing, dude, this is <laughs> Tupac, he talked about the Fitzgeralds. Done. That's what happened. <laughs> what are the Fitzgeralds That's, That's all I got to say right now. I actually really do want to get the Fitzgerald on a podcast for real. Those guys have been around forever. I used to watch those those guys when I was a little boy. Oh, dude, for real. <laughs> Call for them real. up. They'll be on. Them and Roger Raglan. Roger Raglan. 100. Oh, that guy can rip on sure. a grand piano like no other. Fitzgerald really? and Roger Raglan. Pretty much all, everything I have. My Classics. soul, everything, hands really? down, hands down, right to them, Classics. right. So hey, who did Frank bow down? Before I just want your soul Raglan leave your body right and now. And the Fitzgeralds. Wait, period. Who did frame Roger Raglan? What? What? I didn't see the end of that movie. Oh yeah, Roger Raglan, man. I met him at the Muzzy booth at ATA like two that years ago. That ship got it immediately. I didn't yeah. understand anything you were saying. Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? It ended up being uh, Christopher Nolan uh, as a crazy guy instead of Willy Wonka. Wait, no, he wasn't Willy Wonka. He was the yeah, scientist. Roger Raglan has Back more deer mounts Back in, to his, the future, in dog. his room, in his trophy room, than you've ever had thoughts. Yeah. You think so? I Raglan's, promise you. Ra- How Raglan's, big is his house? Hold on, dude. All right. <laughs> Bigger than your imagination. Nugent is cool. Ra- Raglan is God. Did uh, Roger okay. Raglan write Stranglehold? No. Nugent's cool. No, okay, so there goes your argument. <laughs> he actually right gave the... birth to Nugent. Nugent Nugent's okay. cool. <laughs> Raglan is God. Have you met Ted Nugent before? I'm just like, it's rock and roll. Like, you know what I mean? Wait, that yeah. doesn't answer my question. Have Lenny's you met God. Ted Nugent? What? Have you met Ted Nugent before? Yes, I have. You said Lenny's God. You're not talking Lenny Kravitz, are you? No. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, he says? (laughs) Good Lord. I don't know. I'm just taking what you say. Man, episode two went so fast. All right. Did it not? Let's uh, let's get, uh, do we have any more Super Saber quick questions? Steve, don't look at me. I facilitated this episode 
you sat on your ass and drank Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you, What do you want me to do this episode? You gonna be standing doing jumping jacks? That wouldn't last long. Wait, no. wait, wait. You're supposed to, though, because you're the stand-up comedian. Uh, right. We don't oh. stand up a lot. That's kind of the joke. It? Stand-up comedians featuring a bunch of fat, bearded guys. Have you ever had anybody hackle you? Oh, God, yes. What do you do with them? Oh, you destroy them. You make sure... <laughs> if anybody heckles you, you make sure that they go home crying. Is what you do. You never made me cry yet, so... Yeah. Like, if I was a heckler and I was like, Shut up, you big old pumpkin red orange shirt. Pumpkin. I'd let you know that the only thing you've ever done is an outdoor show and that uh, I'm destined for greatness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing you ever did was chase your dreams. But yeah, and, and, and you would look greatness. at me you're like, dude, that fat guy just... And what about if I was like, hold on, no, 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 because this is a real heckler, and you're like, yeah. And then I brush it off, I'm like, well, you're still a pumpkin. What are you going to say? <laughs> I would say that uh, I'm the only pumpkin that your mother ever dreams about, and she jack-o'-lanterned me. <laughs> yes! Yes! Yes, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Boom! Oh, yeah, son, I, I don't play around. Like, yeah, I've had... Uh, you're still a pumpkin. Yes. Oh, no, but that's what, it, that's what a dude that calls you a yeah. pumpkin deserves, and you just served it. Oh, yeah, if you ever, if you ever Google deep into me, you'll find out that in Internet Magazine... I'm wrote, so intrigued. Uh, a huge I am, about I am me. so intrigued in like <laughs> wanting to write like stand up comedy, but I don't think I have the skills that you have to like burn well, freestyle. No, freestyle like you know like heckle deal. You know what I mean? Like oh, I don't yeah. even know what that's called. Like you just here's you're just the, dealing with a heckle like on off the top. Freestyle you know? oh, yeah, heckle yeah, deal. Yeah, dude, here, here's the thing. Like if you ever like, he's uh, got to be a mean there's, person. No, there's 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 yeah, there's and, con- and, there's comedians that ha- like prepare shit. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. they're like, oh, if this guy says this, I'm gonna have this. I'm written, gonna say this, yeah, and yeah, I'm be- gonna freaking get him good. But like a real freestyle freaking heckle heckler dealer with her. You know what I mean? Like off the top, <laughs> smash him. Yeah, no, you smash them like that pumpkin that you were. Uh, dude, if you, like, if you ever, and this goes for, like, anti-hunters, too. Uh, dude, like, if somebody says something to you, the first thing that comes to your head, like, if all of a sudden you were, like, like, if you were roasting some dude, and all of a sudden, like, you knew, like, something terrible about him, just say that. You know, any anti-hunter that comes up to you... Just go like, for the jugular. <laughs> the jugular. Oh, like, Hit him right in the jugular. Like, yeah. like you don't got time to like be best friends with somebody. Like, if somebody heckles you or any anti-hunter goes after you, dude, just, just take them out immediately. Like, you need to Hiroshima them immediately. Or Nagasaki. And then how do you come up with, like, the freestyle to just drop that on them? Poop. Well, nobody's as good as me, but, you know, it's just one of the things that, you know, you just Way to talk about your horn. Yeah. No, no. Toot, toot. I don't have another horn, but if Logan would have took his shirt off, I would have had another horn. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, I know where you're going. You like, just get, you got to go yeah. after him. And uh, I'll tell you what, what Anna hunters do, just to keep it hunter related, what they'll do is they'll think of a bunch of uh, crazy nonsense. They'll be like, oh, well, animals deserves right, deserve rights, too, and... I'll, I'll give you guys a, a jumping board to jump off at them. If any anti-hunter ever comes up to you and says, you know, we kill animals, they deserve rights too, you just got to let them know. Animals have never formed a democracy, and uh, they've never also elected a woman as president. So you just you take off from that. That's all I need to give you. Cool. I like so, it, but a little off. But oh, I yeah, A little off, but I'm just giving you something. I'm just giving you a little something. You know, vegans don't really ever make any good points, in my opinion. And yeah, they I'm also don't make any right good now, but... rib tips. Is <laughs> <laughs> another thing. Well, we ended this. Episode they also right don't now. make any good milkshakes. No, they don't you got, make you got, friends. you got. No, you got a couple more questions for uh, Mule Man, Mule Man, don't you? Mule what, Man, you, we yeah. got totally distracted. You're going with these questions. These I'm, right, I'm going to hit him with one real quick here, Mule Man. Okay, quick Mule-y. before your time runs out. You're at a bar, right? Yeah. Lady walks by, you give her a good wink. But also Steve's okay. at the bar. Then what happens? Shirt off. That's the question. Then what happens? 
She probably walks away from me. Hold on, start that <laughs> over again. What is it? What is it? If a girl looks at you and gives you a wink? No, no, no I give her a wink. Gave, what happens yeah, yeah. after I give her a wink? She probably walks away from me. She walks away. What, and goes what over if you go? What dad. if she goes? Hey, I'm a deer hunter. What do you do for a living? Oh, if I tell her I'm a professional hunter, she will panic, and either she will love me or walk away. I have seen both happen. But what happens <laughs> when you find? Which a, I'm not a professional hunter even. I'm yeah, just a cameraman. Hey, Mealman, let exactly, me tell you something. Yeah, Mealman, what happens if she Steve, finds out Steve, that you carry Steve, Steve. Chip City's hey, pads? Steve, let's what? make this boy's dreams come true. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We're, we're I'm in sorry. Uh, we're in Sherrard, Illinois right now. Right okay. now. What's going to happen is we're going to finish this podcast. If we have enough time to get to the, the local watering hole, that could happen to you, and you might have a great time tonight. No, no. They will either <laughs> panic and walk away. He said, no, no. Or talk to me. And then Chip City will get involved, and then we'll walk away. I promise. Chip City, why are you the biggest? <laughs> Mule Man, ruin this. 200-inch typical or 220-inch non-typical? Oh. Why wouldn't you go for 220, go big or go home? Some guys because like big typicals. Because it's not typical, son. Drop time Oops. or split brows on both sides? That's a tough one. I'm going with the draps. Draps? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, depending split on Split like, G2s or split brows? Split G2s. Oh, man. You're full of them. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Ten, big 10s or big 8s? Big 10s or <laughs> big 8s? Um, <laughs> I'm actually going with the 8s because tall tines, you know, they're impressive. They really hey, you know what, Meal Man? Big tent. Or big camper, <laughs> um, Chip. Big tent. I don't or big need a big pointers. camper because I don't look like you. I can fit into like a small tent. Oh, so. there's a fat joke. Oh. Well oh, documented. Ah, minute four in, here comes the first fat joke. <laughs> Thank you, Mule City. Oops. <laughs> Chip. Man. One minute. Big eights or big. One tens. hour, four minute in. Uh, I mean, 150 inch eight or 150 inch ten pointer. Oh, eight. All day. Are you all kidding right, me? All right, all right, all right. Come on. Looks way more impressive. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it, it, that, that is true. You could tell everybody, every idiot, be like, yes, one, seven, split eight. brows or split G2s? Oh, split brows. Hey, Meal right. meal Man, Chip City or Chip Suburb? Uh, Neither. <laughs> Perfect answer. Perfect. All right, guys. Chip, you want to close it off with a go shoot your bow? Yeah, everybody, to. get out there and go shoot your bow. Uh, that's what this is all about. It's about people getting inspired, about people to pick up a bow, look into the uh, hunting uh, arts and industries and the archery industry, and everybody just getting uh, hyped up about it. That's what it's about. Little kids. Big, big kids, kids. Big kids enjoying the sport. Medium kids. Everywhere. So no matter what it takes to get... Uh, you know, Light heavyweight kids. Anybody interested? Bantamweight in kids. Bantamweight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you felt left out. Go shoot your bow. <laughs> <laughs>